Hi, this is Dr. Karen Becker, and today we're going to discuss respiratory disease in cats. Feline upper respiratory disease is a, a complex syndrome that can affect the eyes, nose, throat, sinuses, and mouths of cats. Upper respiratory infections can occur in, of course, any type of cat, but more commonly affect shelter cats, catteries, which are cat breeding facilities where there's a number of cats and potentially a smaller enclosed environment, as well as the feral cat population. There's a whole variety of different bacteria and viruses that can cause upper respiratory disease complex in cats, but most notably, there are two viruses that are most commonly implicated, herpes 1 or rhinotracheitis, uh, as well as Khaleesi virus, both are well known to cause uh, upper respiratory disease in cats. There are some other diseases, Bordetella, Mycoplasma, Reovirus, um, Chlamydia, as well as Pasteurella, all can be implicated as secondary invaders as well as a part of the entire syndrome. But typically, there's an underlying viral predisposition or etiology that causes cats to have recurrent upper respiratory infections. Transmission is very common because it's a highly infective virus that can be passed around in a, when kitties come in close contact with one another. So it's nasal secretions or eye secretions that are passed from cat-to-cat contact. So this can be kitties that are grooming, kitties that are hissing or spitting at one another, kitties that lay in common close environments, or even uh, these viruses or bacteria particles can be spread on toys, food bowls, or even humans that are touching one cat and then touching the other kitty, you can have transmission of disease occur just through human contact. So well, that's one of the reasons that I tell all my clients that if you are rescuing cats, if you find a cat along the side of the road, of course you should pick it up. But it's really important that if you have an indoor house cat, that you keep any new cat that you rescue from a humane society or that you're bringing home from an unknown stray or feral background or a kitty that comes into your garage that you're thinking about feeding or introducing to your cats. It's important that you keep them separate for about 30 days just to make sure that they're not potentially harboring one of these upper respiratory diseases that can then be spread through all of the cats in your home. When you think about upper respiratory disease in cats, there are, of course, some symptoms that you would associate, sneezing being one of them, rhinotracheitis, sneezing is very common, nasal discharge, conjunctivitis, eye discharge, uh, stuffiness, which causes kitties to not want to eat, decreased appetite, fever, lethargy, anorexia, all are common symptoms as a sequelae to being infected with upper respiratory viruses. With Khaleesi virus, not so much sneezing, but you can have oral ulcerations, joint pain, fever of one to two weeks duration with Khaleesi virus. So these viruses are diagnosed through a test that your veterinarian will do called a PCR, polymerase chain reaction test. It's important to be able to determine which of these viruses is going on because there are some other syndromes that can look like upper respiratory disease, heart disease, asthma, fungal infections, can all mimic what an upper respiratory infection can look like. So I do recommend you get a diagnosis. Most importantly, these viruses can oftentimes run their courses anywhere between one and four weeks. But during this time, many cats don't feel well, they're lethargic, and they quit eating because they can't smell their food. Cats uh, are interested in eating because they're able to pick up the, the aroma of their food. And when they're congested and when their mucous membranes and sinuses are inflamed, they oftentimes choose not to eat. So supportive fluids, 
um, uh, appetite stimulants, homeopathics. There are some great nutraceuticals you can put cats on to help bolster their immune defenses to help their immune system overcome this virus. But really, we're focusing on supportive care because these virus, there's not a specific antiviral medication that's going to help your cat overcome these viruses. At my practice, I use olive leaf, arabinogalactans, lysine and homeopathic nosodes very regularly with pretty good success in helping to shorten the duration of these upper respiratory viruses. It's also important if you have a cat that has recurrent upper respiratory viruses that you need to think about the fact that your cat could be infected with immunosuppressive virus, FIV, or feline leukemia. So we do recommend that you have your cats tested and make sure that they're viral negative with other life-threatening diseases like feline leukemia or FIV that could be causing immune system suppression and these secondary, in theory, non-life-threatening upper respiratory viruses are allowed to continue to resurface. Some cats are able to clear these viruses and you're done. Some cats become recurrent shedders, which means they never effectively clear these viruses and they foster these viruses in their body and during periods of stress, these viruses are allowed to become expressed. So several times a year or maybe even every other year when there's a period of stress or let's say you're moving, your job schedule changes, you introduce a new cat into your home, those are all biologic or physiologic emotional stressors for your cat and that can allow one of these suppressed viruses to come back. So it feels to you like, my gosh, my cat never really shook this upper respiratory disease probably you have one of these viruses that has become expressed. The goal would be to keep it suppressed, but also then to keep your cat's immune system strong to prevent recurrent outbreaks from occurring. Focusing on keeping your cat's immune system strong means, number one, reducing stress. Number two, keeping your pet on a species-appropriate diet. Uh, you can consider watching my videos on how to wean cats off of dry food or not to canned food off of canned food and onto raw food if you're interested in giving your cat a species-appropriate diet that's going to best facilitate facilitate an appropriate immune reaction. We also recommend that if your cat has been diagnosed with one of these upper respiratory viruses that you not continue to vaccinate for them because your cat's already positive. So it's important that you keep your viral-free kitties viral-free. If you have viral-positive kitties, no problem in uh, nursing that colony, but until those cats are able to either clear the virus or keep it suppressed, it's important that you not infect your viral-free kitties with upper respiratory disease complex.